Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back this week with another super exciting guest, my good friend, Suzanne Nunn. And you are going to have a great um, time of encouragement this week, as I know I am because I've talked to Suzanne about this very topic we are talking today and this week about helping our kids to follow their God-given passions. God has gifted each one of our kids with a certain um, talent and gift and ability. We've talked about this lots of times on the podcast. And so Suzanne has been very successful and helping guide her kids towards this. And she's super involved in the homeschool community. You are gonna be so blessed by this conversation. But before we get into it, I'd like to thank our sponsor, CTC Math. If you guys are looking for a great online math program, go to ctcmath.com, try them out for free. Summertime is a great time to do that. Just let your kids play around with it and see if it's something that is interesting to them and if it, if, if it just works well with them, um, ctcmath.com. So welcome, Suzanne Nunn. I'm so Thank glad you. to have you back with me. Not back with me. You haven't been with me on the podcast. This I feel like you've first. been because <laughs> we've talked on the phone so many times. Um, but yeah, this it's, is your first time on the podcast. It is my first. So, it is. Well, welcome. Welcome to the Thank wonderful you. world of Schoolhouse Rocked in the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. Glad to be here. <laughs> Thank you. Absolutely. Thanks for joining me. Um, tell us before we jump into this a little bit about you and your family, what you do and, and why you do it. Okay. That's a, that's a lot. Right. Okay. <laughs> and so, yeah, we have, uh, my husband and I have five kids and seven grandchildren at this point. So I have obviously three older kids that are married and um, have children, two that I still have in college and, and living at home with me. So uh, my youngest is in high school. She's ninth grade and my one just above her is in, high, in college for his um, second year of college now. Wow. So that's kind of where we are uh, with numbers. But my family has been homeschooling for about 18 years. Uh, so not all of my children have been homeschooled from the beginning. But my last two have been. And uh, my two just above them uh, were through high school, um, most of their years of high school. And so homeschooling came um, our way kind of by accident for us. And uh, we kind of walked into that slowly. But now we've been homeschooling for, um, like I said, about 18 years. And I have been a part of FPEA, which is our uh, state homeschool organization for uh, about eight or nine years now working and serving on the board and uh, currently serving as the chairman of the board and the director of events. So I do all of our event planning for Florida. And uh, that's where I am. Yeah. Exciting I stuff. <laughs> I think you did. Yep. You're, and you're right. Right in the heart of Orlando, um, or at least that's where your event is going to that's be. So our, that's where our convention is. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. We are super excited. Actually, I'm speaking at that convention on May. Uh, well, it's May 26th through 28th. Um, mm -hmm, so if you guys are listening to this and you are anywhere within driving distance of Orlando, Florida, go. I know lots of people from Georgia and, um, you know, Alabama, all, all sorts of surrounding um states they go to that convention because it's fantastic we do we have a lot of people that come even from outside of the united states we have an international audience at our yeah. convention which is really exciting because every year we have graduates from all over the world so it's a lot yeah. of fun 
So exciting. And your keynotes this year are Ben Carson and Jenny Urich, right? Which is so exciting. Yes, we have two that we've named already. We have a third surprise keynote for oh. Friday morning that we have not named yet. Oh, how fun. That'll be exciting when we can. Yeah. <laughs> so. So exciting. It's Mm -hmm. awesome. I love who the Lord brings to bring encouragement to the homeschool community um, and to to people like myself. It's so funny Mm -hmm. because people, and I've said this before, oftentimes people think I know everything about homeschooling because I have a podcast and we made a movie (laughs) and I'm like, I'm in it with you. I'm still learning as I go. And it's so encouraging and exciting to learn from people who have gone before me and also from people who are in it with me right now. And, um, and you're one of those people. I thank you for, you know, all that you've done and all that you continue to do for the homeschool community. Thank you. We enjoy it. And you know, that what you just said is the goal. We want to continue to learn and teach our kids that that's what life is. We continue to learn and continue to grow. And so as long as I'm in a place where I'm with those people, that, you know, help challenge me and grow me. I think it's amazing. So. Yeah. So great. Well, as, as we're talking about growing and learning, um, I, I've been reflecting on a few different parts of scripture this week. And as I've been preparing for this interview, and one of them is Ephesians 2.10. And I love this verse. It says, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And that I think is one of the most powerful parts of scripture because it's, it's saying to us, God has a plan for us. He has prepared beforehand before we were even born. He has prepared us for good works. And those good works ultimately are always to glorify him, right? They're always to lead people to him. They're always to lead us to him. It's all about his glory and his goodness and his love for us. And so he is such a good God to create us in a way that we can serve his kingdom. And there's different parts of the body of Christ. And so I want to talk with you this week about how you, because I know you've done such a good job with your kids of helping them to discover their God-given passions. And Mm -hmm. I have seen this really evident. I I only know your youngest two, but the first time I was introduced to both of them was at a convention a couple of years ago. It was a, a, a state leaders convention and your son led the teen group. And I think he was only 18 or 19 at the time. Yeah. It was right um, after he graduated from high school. Yeah. yeah. And Brooklyn still talks about that those few days um, because it was so impactful and it was really cool because what he was doing was using his God-given talents and passions to teach other teenage kids, his Mm -hmm. peers, how to use their God-given talents. And basically what he was saying to them is you're here for a reason. You're here for a purpose. Let's figure out what that purpose is and run with it. Um, And then I know Natalie Grace, your daughter has also um, just at her young age, I mean, she's even become good friends with Brooklyn and they Mm -hmm. have together formed this group where they're working together to, again, figure out why am I here? Why has God created me? And so talk to me about that. Like, I want to know how, as a mom, you now have grown kids, you've got grandkids and you've got a couple still at home. How have you learned to kind of hone that in with your kids and and figure out how to teach them? Like, this is what God made you for. Cause we know that as Christians, but how do you teach that to your kids? Yeah. Well, you know, I really am so thankful that we have first of all, a very faithful God that we serve and love. And I give all, all of that credit to him first. Um, but, you know, for me, when I started homeschooling, 
it was really out of um, uh, experience where I had been teaching in public and private education for like 13 years. So I was not even willing to engage with homeschooling being a real good option at that point. And, you know, my sister was the, the kind of conduit for for me finding homeschooling and trying to make sure she was doing a, a good thing <laughs> by homeschooling her son who was younger than all of mine. And, um, you know, I was really willing to take it in, but I walked into an FPA convention into the vendor hall the first year that I went to the convention with her. And I was just overwhelmed by the options that we had for homeschooling our children. I was in, again, private and public education, and there were probably about three different curriculums that I ever was exposed to as someone who was a leader in those departments that I taught in and worked in. And when I saw what they had at the homeschool convention, I was amazed, you know, and it really set me on this course to thinking about homeschooling and home education and to thinking, you know, what is my purpose as a mom and Mm -hmm. and what am I really supposed to take, you know, beyond the hours of school? Um, What am I supposed to be doing to really raise these children up? And part of that came from seeing that, you know, my older um, daughter, one of them, started experiencing some severe test anxiety in middle, late middle and high school. And it really crippled her. I saw that her passion to do certain things was really crippled by this grading system and testing system. And, and I felt um, like there needed to be something better for her. And that's why we started homeschooling during, you know, even that season um, to help her because that was, you know, as a parent, it's it's hard to stomach being in high school and all of a sudden you realize what did I what did I miss all of these other years foundationally. So I started talking to a few people who, you know, were in a homeschool group in my area and we kind of worked through, you know, homeschooling is a good option. There's so many different things, but everything that everybody was doing was the same. Everybody belonged to a certain, you know, group where they would go and take classes or they were a part of a co-op where they would get together and they still had their list of curriculum that they wanted to check off the box. And and I was sitting here, I'm thinking, okay, if I'm moving out of a school, what am I doing if I'm bringing all of this home with me, you know? And the first year I started doing our homeschool, that's what I tried to do and, and kind of fit that mold. And I was like, this is not... This isn't working for me. So as I prayed about it, I just was like, you know, Lord, just show me what is the most important thing. And at that point, that was where I really became convicted that the the most important thing was them to have a relationship with him. And if I had them on target with their relationship with him, then he would be a voice that they would understand and hear. Mm -hmm. And if they could understand and hear him, he was going to put them where they needed to be in their life. And so how would he bring them to those places through what his heart, their hearts were called to and what their interests were called to. And I, I just hit a place where I understood that that had to be how it worked. 
it wasn't easy every day because I was not homeschooling my kids like everyone else that we did all of our activities with and extracurricular activities with. And I questioned it a lot. Honestly, even up until Ethan graduated from high school, which was not long after or not long before the conference you're talking mm-hmm. about. But, you know, I just was compelled to continue on this course because I saw God doing really good things in my kids' lives. And so their passions have run the gamut. You know, we've there was a season where we're interested in, you know, a lot of history or a lot of politics or a lot of drama or whatever. But the one consistent thing um, through Ethan's life was from the very beginning, he really wanted to study the Bible. And I've always said he would sit in his room and he would study the Bible in the morning for a couple of hours. And I never could bring myself to go to him and say, okay, put your Bible away because it's time to do math, right? (laughs) Right. That that wasn't going to happen. But because we were homeschooling, he had the freedom to study. And ultimately, no matter where his interests have been, he's now back to going to college and studying um, the Bible like full time. Mm. (laughs) So that's what he does. So God started that in him. And I tried to be sensitive to it, Mm -hmm. to watch, you know, and even if other things sounded good or more important along the way, I think it's important to watch. But your children are really calling to sometimes they're even going to be conflicted about things. But I think as a parent, if we're continually praying and watching that we can find that place to help them find their passions. Are you struggling with managing homeschooling your child on a day-to-day basis? BJU Press has a new homeschool planner that can simplify your homeschooling. With BJU Press Homeschool Hub, you can see your child's work for each day, track grades, and grade assignments all in one organized system. The BJU Press Homeschool Hub can make your experience more manageable and more enjoyable. You can have the resources you need for painless planning and happy homeschooling. Visit BJUPressHomeschool.com to see how the hub can improve your homeschooling. Are you ready to restore our constitutional republic? Patriot Academy is on the front lines of the mission to educate, train, and inspire millions of citizens to know and live their freedoms. With courses and materials from America's Constitution coach, Rick Green, Patriot Academy's Constitution training will equip you to be a leader in your community. You don't have to know anything about history, the Constitution, or the law to get started. The courses and coach training are free. Find a class today or sign up to be a Constitution coach at patriotacademy.com. Again, that's patriotacademy.com. We are back with Suzanne. Um, You know, before the break, we were talking about, uh, uh, well, one, I love you're talking about praying um, and just praying that, that the Lord would lead us as parents to guiding our kids to what's most important. And of course, that most important thing is a relationship with Jesus. We talk about that all the time, pretty much every episode, it seems. But you then talked about Ethan and how he really had a desire to study God's word. Like that was really what was in him. That was his passion. Um, I know your daughter is very much the same. Like she really thrives on the word of God, but not every kid does that. And so how, how does the parent whose child maybe has absolutely no interest at all and studying God's word, how does that parent help guide their child to Mm -hmm. becoming who God wants them to be? You know, that's a good question. It's, it's a hard one to answer, I think in some ways, because so many times I've talked to parents and I've said, you know, go back to that beginning. If you Mm -hmm. have not been in the word with your children, um, 
you know, and trying to guide them um, to love that time in the word. I think that that's, it's a hard place to, you know, get that ground back. Like, I think that that's a really, really important spot. So for us, there was always this season where we study different um, biblical studies that were grounded in character training. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the times, if you have the stories of the Bible coupled with stories that are interesting for them to read and, and learn, you know, why it's important for your character to be strong and your faith to be strong, that that helps them find more interest and appreciation too for scripture. But during those seasons, it was just established for my kids. We are going to wake up in the morning and the first thing that we're going to do is have our table time, which for us was talking and, you know, just kind of good morning. How are you waking up? And then we're going to read a chapter in Proverbs and and we're going to do this and we'll get through, you know, in a month and we'll start over and cycle through again. And, you know, so we've read Proverbs a whole lot. Yeah. Things. But it opens the door for so much learning for them. And it was something that they could depend on. And I know that for Ethan, he he was listening to that when he couldn't read yet. And mm-hmm. when it came time, you know, for him to read, and I would say Natalie Grace is the same way on their own, because that was another time we worked into the day. You need to just sit down and read for a little bit. She's something to read. Um then he was more interested in in looking into the other parts of scripture. You know, mm-hmm. he was very interested in history. History, if that's something that your kids are interested in, it's a great way to bring Bible back yep. into, you know, their world too. Science offers a great door to bring scripture back in. So I think that you you bring that opportunity with everything that you do as a parent to remember to continue. And even if they don't, want to sit in their room and study the Bible for a couple of hours in the morning, that's okay. They're hearing the word, yep. you're teaching, they're repeating, you know, mm-hmm. and they're, they're getting that a different way. Yeah. Um, always directing them. And I think too, it's very important when they watch you to see that you practice what you're learning as well. Yeah. So, you know, of course your integrity, your character, your way of handling worry or, you know, challenges in life, you're role modeling that for them. Yeah. You know, so yeah. that's, that's a lesson inside of itself. You're a walking Bible, you know, story for them. Right. Yeah. That's, that's so. a scary thing too, as a parent, because they see it all is. of our flaws and weaknesses <laughs> and, and, and just our sinful hearts, you know, they're with us all day long. And so we can't hide that from them, but it's but good for them to see us for- real. Yeah, and that's true for every story in the Bible, right? Yeah, Which is right. So, that's what I love about the Bible. And I always have said to my kids, and I said it sounds kind of crazy, but, you know, I am a person in your life that's an elder, and you can mm-hmm. learn from my mistakes and my flaws, just like God chose people in the Bible to share their stories with us. There was a purpose in that. Yeah. But those are stories of flawed people. You know, and a and a mighty God, but the God's the same. We're all different. We all have our own flaws, our own journeys. But you learn from people, and so I think that that helps them understand we're all flawed. You're flawed. You know, uh, we're all sinful. We're all going to have to depend on the same 
um, you know, grace that God has given to each one of us, just like he did everyone in the Bible. So I think that that's another message that you can definitely send to your kids. Yeah, I love that reminder, because as you're saying that, I'm thinking of King David, you know, he was, Mm -hmm. the Bible says, a man after God's own heart, but he was a mess. But he knew it in Psalm 51 and he, like, he pours out his heart, you know, from his sin with Bathsheba. And he's like, you know, oh, he's just, he realizes he's such a wretched man, desperately in need of a savior, you know, yet the Bible says, you know, he was a man who loved God and wanted to obey God. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so that's true. Yeah. It's, it, it, it is good for us to, to be who we are, but growing all the time. I think that's one of the key things is for our kids to see us say, yeah, we're messed up. We're sinful. Mm -hmm. We mess up all the time, but God is doing a work in me. He is working on my heart. He's working on my attitude. He's working on my character, just like he's working in your character and for them to just see that in real life. So that is a great reminder. We are out of time, but we're going to come back on Wednesday, continue talking about this, how to help our kids learn how to follow Christ, how to follow their passions and how God created them and why he created them. Why are they even here on this earth? Um, so we're going to keep talking about this this week. Um, Suzanne, where can people find out more about you? And uh, so you, you keep saying FPEA for people who don't know that stands for Florida Parent Educators Association, correct? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Okay. And that is FPEA.com. You can find oh. out about all of the good things. All right. We'll put those links in the show notes. Thank you guys for watching today. We'll be back with you on Wednesday. See you then. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.